Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Ryan Hollins, and you are listening to NBA Rookie Life, man. And I'm going to let you know, man, this is one of my funnest episodes on the show, man. I sat down with my guy Q Rich. And on the run out, here comes Richardson, one man to beat. To Richardson with a glass for the slam. And for those who don't know, man, me and Q Rich actually go back. We have an intriguing relationship, man. It all started off, I was a young guy. Uh, I was at UCLA at the time. Q was in the league. And I remember these are one of my first experiences going into the gym, not just any gym, playing in L.A., the mecca of all gyms with all of the current NBA players. You had two, three courts full of NBA stars going. I I mean, Shaq will pop in. Uh, Baron Davis, Prime Baron Davis, Paul Pierce. You had all these guys, Sean Marion, Joe Johnson. You had a, a gym full of guys. Yeah, Ricky Davis, prime. these guys are in their prime, you know, a number of all-stars would come in. And I remember this one time I, I go in the gym, Q's in there. Now keep in mind, Q Rich is a, a, a L.A. legend. Outside of Richardson for three. Three in a row for the Q man. Keep that in mind, all right? I knew him from his Clipper days. And Q Rich has a bit of a reputation of, hey, man, don't mess with Q Rich, all right? Don't mess with it. That's not the guy. You don't want to pick an argument with that guy. And my first time in this gym, Q Rich is holding his own. He's doing his thing. And he's going head up with Paul Pierce. And he and Paul Pierce proceed to get into it. And it got very, very loud. 
And not only this is old school basketball. I miss this basketball where guys played and competed and nothing got crazy. Nobody fought. But the level of competition that spurred into the gym, we were all stopping our game from our court to look over on that court and going, oh, my goodness, Paul is going at it with Q. And Paul is a bad man. He's an all-star at the time. Q Rich is a monster. And we were like, man, we don't know if, if Paul wants a piece of this one, man. We love Paul. This is our guy. We don't know if he wants a piece of this. But this ended up being a heavyweight bout. So needless to say, I knew Paul because Paul would come to gym all the time. I didn't know Q, but I was like, man, I... I don't fear nobody. I might have a little bit of fear. I might be scared of this dude right here. This dude is nuts. You didn't want no piece of Q Rich. He's from Chicago. You don't know what he's capable of, man. He's in LA and he's letting the whole gym have it. So I, you know, I know Q. I kind of see him. Don't interact with him. I'm scared of Q. You know. So years later go by. As a matter of fact, his whole NBA career goes by. My whole NBA career goes by. We are at the big three, and as we're sitting there at the big three, I'm walking. And um, I'm seeing a lot of my, my my former guys, man, at the Big Three. That's what's beautiful about that Big Three experience. And I've run into Q Rich. And when I run into Q Rich, man, I'm a little nervous, man, because he got that reputation. We bring it up and we start talking. And I go, man, I man, I was scared of you, dog. You like a you you like it was like Mike Tyson in his prime walking around. You was like a, a pit bull off the leash, man. Then nobody, hey, 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 you got it, cute. You got it, all right. You know, and we started talking, man. I was like, man, this guy is cool as the other side of the pillow, man. This is a good dude right here. And we chopped it up, man. And you know, we definitely had a mutual respect for him. I I, I was with him, but I was like, man, this guy's a whole lot nicer, man, a whole lot friendlier than I thought. Cause I saw him in, I saw him in war mode. I saw Chicago Q, that's what we like to call it. I saw Chicago Q, I saw war mode. And then Q Rich came along as this time I'm getting into broadcasting. And Q Rich, Q was actually coming out of, people don't know, he worked um, in the front office for the Detroit Pistons. He did an excellent job there. And uh, people don't know that about Q. So I am working for the Clippers. I'm doing like a pre and post uh, working for the team and doing my broadcasting thing. And Q comes in. And when Q comes into the game, because he's going to do something for his pre and post, He's just kind of wandering around the media room. And I'm like, how they got Q Rich just meandering around the, the, the room, man? This is crazy. He's got this suit and tie on because he's going he's gonna to come on the show. He's going to do a segment with us, man. And he was just started. I guess he decided to kind of flirt with broadcasting. You know, try this out, you know. And um, I remember just sitting down and telling him, like, hey, man, the food is over here. We're going to go here. You're going to come meet up here. Follow me, you and me, man. Because I'm like, man, this dude is a legend right here, especially, you know, with the Clippers in L.A. And we're just sitting there and we're chopping it up and, and, and we're talking, man. And for those who don't know, for us former players that go out into the media world, there's no template, you know, to, to, to do it. And if you weren't an NBA All-Star or whatever, they just treat you. You're just somebody else on the other side. So we hear it off and we're talking. This is before Knuckleheads, before any of this was kind of out and happening. And Q does a segment there and everything works out. And we, we keep in touch and we connect. And, you know, that relationship is growing. And I was approached about a show that was coming out through Turner Sports um, and Yahoo Connected and – they were going to have, you know, kind of breaking down the NBA. You fly out to Atlanta. And I had locked in to do this show with NBA TV. I was doing ESPN at the time. I was doing Fox. I was just in just any and everywhere at the moment. And um, within the show, you kind of paired off in partners. I think Gary Payton uh, was a part of it, if I'm not mistaken. But Kenya Martin may have been a part of it. Vincent Goodwill, Ross Gold on Wood A. A lot of people there. And at the last second, we look up. I don't have a partner. They calling Q Rich. So the next thing you know, 
me and Q Rich, who's just gotten into broadcasting, have partnered up on this show called The Bounce via Turner Sports. So we fly out to Atlanta and we do the show, man. And our relationship continue to build, man. We became not just friends, but brothers, because every single day we're kicking it, we're talking NBA. But man, me and this dude, we were spending a lot of time together. And I think to see somebody that has a love for their family, who is real behind the scenes, who's organic, who treats everybody the same, whether you're the janitor in the arena, you're the owner of the whole building. Q, Quentin Richards is going to treat you the exact same, man. So this guy has been my brother from day one. So for, for me to have him on NBA Rookie Life and having to see, be him a chance, being an L.A. kid, to see him as a rookie and all this come full circle, man, and sit down with him, I'm telling you right now, we are in store for an amazing, amazing episode. After the break, we're talking with Q Rich about rookie news from this week and the Rising Stars player pool in this week's Hottest Highlights. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
How is everybody doing? We want to welcome you into NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins, man. And listen, this is a very special episode. This ain't my homie. This ain't my dog. This is my brother here right now. Listen, he is a NBA three-point champion. Ain't many of those. A National Freshman of the Year, Conference USA Player of the Year, two-time first team, All-Conference USA, and a Mickey D's, a Mickey D's All-American, man. None other than... Heads, hats, knuckleheads, oh man, my dog, Quentin Richardson. Q, what's up with you, boy? Hey, man, appreciate you having me, bro. Appreciate you having me. Nah, man, first off, appreciate you for coming through, man. Now, Q, we want to do something fun with you. We know you're a great analyst, and we want you to break down a little play, man. Our guy, Tari Eason, had a sequence last night. Boy, got a battery in this pack, boy. He got a he motor. He has a fat, crazy motor. Yeah, he got a crazy motor. Let's see. Now, Q, man, I know you do a great job with the magic. I'm, I'm, I'm a Rockets guy. Okay, forgive me. So I got to bring you. Come on, show us some love. We done done Apollo a few times now on this. You got to rock with it. Yeah, I want you to break down this play from Tar Eason, man. This is one of the most grindingest, gritty, hustling plays we've seen, man. Run this clip and tell me what you see, Q. All right, he's playing Josh Giddy, switched out. Oh, gets a good block. That's athletic. Just just being a, in the right place. Oh, Shangun. Oh. KJ missed. Effort. Effort. <laughs> bro, he's like one on three, one on four, bro. This is this is this right here just tells you rebounding and it's all about wanting and wanting it better than the other person and just effort. Like I've always believed that like Ryan, you know me, I love dudes that gonna go that extra mile to just play. He has a motor. This dude is going to play hard regardless. You could put him in. You could bring, call him up to the park. He one of them dudes, bro. It could be you need, you got nine, you need one. He going to be coming from the store or something. And he got his gear on. He'll come out there and he about to play hard as ever. You know what I'm saying? About to get you about 13, 14 boys. But that play right there, that was just, I want it better than any of y'all in the blue shirts. And I could prove it. And he did. And ended up with an N one. Like, how many total rebounds did he get on that whole play? How many did he get credited for? <laughs> I, I think he got at least four or five on the possession. He had 12 offensive rebounds. So he's up there. I Come think on, he dog. tied a rookie Come record on, for, with Hakeem Elijah. He had 12 offensive rebounds. And listen, my man just got the news that, you know, we'll, we'll see if he makes it into the rookie challenge or not. But he got the news that he wasn't in. And Q, I know you love that. This is how he responded. Oh. You know, a lot of dudes soak. This is how he responded. Hey, listen, this is the, always the right response to come out and go crazy. I don't care if it's for whatever you're getting snubbed for. Always take it out on the court, man. Don't do not do no sucker stuff talking about who did and hating on nobody because they ain't do it to you. They ain't the voters and all that, man. Come out and hoop. Let your game speak for itself. You ain't got to take nobody off that list to be able to say that you belong. You ain't got to say take this person off and do mm. this. That. Just just show that you belong, young fella. All y'all out there, I like, don't talk about nobody else. Just go out there and do your thing. And when you do your thing, it's going to show up and it's going to shine enough. 
I, I want to ask you, man, you do a good job breaking down the league. You know, you, you work with the Orlando Magic, do a great job there also, man. Um, is there anybody from this Rising Stars Challenge that you're looking out for? Anybody surprise you? What are you looking for? You got you got your guy Paolo, Jalen Dern in there, A.J. Griffin, Jaden Ivey, our guy Walker Kessler, who killed it. And you interviewed – you actually interviewed a lot of these guys for the draft. Shout out to New Era, by the way. Keegan Murray, Andrew Nimhard, Jabari Smith Jr., that's my guy. New Era partner. Uh-huh. New Era partner. Yes, sir. You know, shout out Jesse, J- Josh, the, and the crew, the, you know. The Sohan, Jeremy Sohan, Mr. Rodman himself, uh, and Jalen Williams. Anybody surprise you on that list? I don't want to say surprise. I can say who I, who who the guys that excite me, man. Like all of those guys excite me, and I and I like them. The the, the I, well, actually, I will say the surprise to me was so Sohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wave them off. Good work. Draws the double team. That leaves Sohan open. Couldn't make a pay. Coming underneath. Collins to Sohan. The destroyer. Oh, he, nice down with the he is nice. I like him. Like I, I didn't know. Like you know, somebody dying in here. So I didn't know if he was a gimmick or whatever. I didn't pay. I seen him at Baylor, but I didn't pay close attention to him at all like that. But I had to. I had to call about two or three of their games in a row. I had an NBA Hooper Vision game, then a Clippers game back to back, and I was just like, yo. Buddy is a hybrid defender. He guard multiple defend yep. uh, the uh, positions, and not only that, like offensively, he got a he got a he got a little toolbox Absolutely. with him. He could do some stuff. I was like, yo, he is nice, high motor. Like I say, uh oh, Pop got a nice one. I yeah, want to see what what he turns. So I will say, he was a surprise for me. But uh, everybody know the rookie of the year, Paolo, man. Picked <laughs> up by Bancaro. Paolo up the back of Hart and down and through with a two-handed jam. He's putting on a show. Paolo, that bad boy down here in Orlando, I get to see way too often. That man, he, listen, he got all of it. He got everything. He can, he can, and the thing that's most impressive about him at, at 6'10", like, because he a legit 6'10", yes. is that his his handle, his handle, he could go get a bucket on his own. You could put him out there and don't run nothing, and he gonna go get a bucket. And, like, when I say individual one-on-one game, like, he giving people the business. His pull-up mid-range game, mm. way more mature than he is. Way years ahead of them than him being a rookie. And, like, he hitting it on good defensive players because he bigger than them. And then just, like, to have that ball handling ability and, and be able to do what he is. And then he he gets to the line, bro. Like, that's what lets you know he's a, he's a bucket. When you know guys that could get to the free throw line, he's had games with 13, 14 free throws. He averages at least seven or six or eight or something, like, He's one of the. He's got to be like the top rookie in free throw shooting and attempts at least, and then he shoots free throws well. Shoots at a high percentage. But um, who else do I like, man, out there? Uh, Ivy Key. Oh no, Mathurin. Jay Ivy, I like a lot in Detroit. But I'm gonna tell you, probably, probably, yeah, Bennett. Ooh. Yeah, he a boy. He he <laughs> yeah. definitely gonna be first team all rookie. Yeah. Like he, if it weren't for Paolo, he might be rookie of the year for real. Yeah, for yeah. Real. That boy Cole, I like him. I like I like everything about him. He got the size, athleticism. His shot gonna keep getting better, even though he's shooting threes right now. But it's gonna get way exactly. better as he you know spend more time in the league. But Santa Clara's Jalen Williams just bro. saw him last night. Oh, look at Tari! Williams stealing from him. Oh, and then Williams blocks it back to end the half. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. I got he one of the kids. I got to interview him at the at the draft. Shout out that he had the he had the Deion Sanders hoop uh little cross yeah, yeah, yeah. ring dangling. Boy had a fly Gucci suit on, whole suit was Gucci. I see you young fella, new money, but listen. Game. Yes. Nice. Boy got the crazy like seven four, seven five wingspan. 
and he out there nice. He like he he could I feel like he could he could initiate offense, but they got obviously they got guards and Shea and and, and um Giddy. But to me, that boy could play one through three, and then you know some four if you wanted him to, because that he a big guard that's gifted. That, that's why OKC sneaky for the future. That's why they sneaky for the future. They got a lot of bigs. That, they got bigs that shoot. They are sneaky. And they got wings that can, like you said, initiate offense. They got three, four guys you can run it with. Jalen Williams is going to be nice, bro. I feel like he's going to have a bright, bright future. Kid is tough. I didn't, I didn't got to see them play a lot between, you know, doing the Magic Games, Hoopervision, and, and Ballervision. Like, I got to see this kid. I, I'm, I'm impressed. Coming up next, Q Rich is sharing some of his favorite rookie moments. Stay tuned. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, we, we got to get into it, man. You are the 18th pick in the 2000 draft, man. Good evening. 
And welcome to the 2000 NBA Draft at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What was that like? And take me through draft day. What was draft day? Like, like, like who are you with? Were you a, a green room guy who, who went to the draft with you? Who, who was around? Talk me through that experience, man. And, and was it like, man, I'm, I'm about to be number one in this bad boy. Were you mad? I, I came out the draft with a chip on my shoulder, dog. You know me. You, you always on my head. I had a chip on my shoulder. But take me through that day. Who were you with? Who'd you walk in with? Feelings, emotions, man. Were, were you cocky Q back then? Were you chill Q? What, what, what's going on, man? Let me get the story. <laughs> So first of all, fortunately, I was blessed enough to be a, a green room guy. Ooh. I did go to the actual <laughs> draft. I draft back then. This was before it was just in New York City every year. It used to move around. So this particular huh? year was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the, uh, at the Target Center. So uh, I went out there with my fam, took my stepmom, pops, sister, bros. You know, then a couple of my, uh, you know, my best friends, still my best friends to this day. Now, uh, did you pay for everybody or NBA pay for that? No, no, no. That's, you know, we footing that bill. Fortunately, I had great representation, so I wasn't spending <laughs> money I didn't have already. I, you know, shout out to Jeff Wexler. Facts. Had already secured me and D-Miles upper deck, you know, car deals, nice, nice car deals that would, you Ooh. know, sustain us over the summer and, um, you know, had us situated, so. You know, we had a couple little deals in place, so we we were able to take care of our family. We had, you know, everybody come down. D. Miles had his mom and his his fam come down. So, you know, we down there, dog. We we in we in Minnesota. We about to kick it, have a good time. But uh, for me, you know, I wasn't expected to be the you know the top pick or anything like that. For me, it was it was definitely a lot more murky for uh, than than D. Miles. He was expected to go in the top three, four picks for yes. sure. No let you know, really, literally no later than three or four, or whatever. But uh, for me, I was in that I was in that range where it's like you could go as high as like ten, or you could go as low as like twenty two. So hold on, bro. You and D Miles knew each other even before the draft, before all this. I mean, D Miles played AU together, Chicago Warriors, what Illinois Warriors. So you know, uh, D Miles is from East St. Louis. Yes. So he was one of the uh, guys that was downstate our AAU coach Larry Butler. You know, he was always looking around trying to add to our team, and um, he met him at one of his uh, spotlight events. And then you know, he next thing you know, he joined. He brought him down to join the team. So you know, East St. Louis from Chicago is like three three hours or more. And so when he would come to play on the team and be, he would stay stay at my house, you know, because it wasn't like he was going Word. back and forth. We had a weekend tournament. So, like, yeah, me, I met Darius when he was in eighth grade. I was a sophomore, junior. Hold on, man. Who, who was on this team? I know. We was crewed up, bro. I mean, it depends on which year. But over the years, you know, uh, Bobby Simmons, Corey McGetty, Frank yes. Williams, uh, you know, we we was we was like that. And then yeah, my boys, you know, the, our main core was the guys that, you know, really did out that are my, my best friends, like, you know, uh Cordell Henry, Dennis Gates, yes. Rod Thompson, Brian Warder, who's now a coach, Dennis Gates is now a coach in in college. And um, you know, we were the, really the core of the team, but we added, you know, added and subtracted different guys over the years. But we yeah, Illinois Warriors, LB, Larry Butler held it down for a long time. We was we was we was all that in, in the shot, but uh, yeah. So we we that's when me and D Miles met, man. That's that was the crazy thing about us, you know, developing this relationship. And you know, I'll go to college, and I'm still coming back to the program and seeing them play at different places. And then you know, he goes, and when he when it's time, I go to my sophomore year. I could have left my freshman year, but I come back. 
And that turned out to be Darius' senior year. And over mm. the course of that senior year, man, like I remember he came to DePaul to visit, you know, school. And I'm his host. <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at him like, bro, no way. Like, all right, we got this little hot 150 bucks for the weekend. What we about to do? But no way, bro. Like, you out of here. Yeah, I'm telling him, no. like, at this point, he's at Eastside High. And East St. Louis and man, he's posting quadruple doubles, quintuple doubles, and like he's <laughs> going crazy out there. And he was like, he was a one man show playing like every position. And same thing you saw when you got to the league. Imagine just putting that in high school. He was the six nine, stupid, crazy wingspan, crossing people, dunking on people, blocking shots. Elamine on the steal, three on one. Thank you, Darius Miles. <laughs> getting it back on the turnover and miles scores again miles and miles again darius miles just doing everything so it was like when i told him i was like bro you got no no like and i was like yeah. i'm gonna introduce <laughs> you to the agent that i'm meeting with now and that was how we ended up going with the same agent we both had jeff wexler our entire career still our guy now to this day wow. that's like family you know what I'm saying? It ain't, forget aging and all that. That's like family for, for me, you know what I'm saying? Jeff is like like a big brother slash, like big brother figured it. Then, then helped us and helped me to so much game, bro. But back to the draft, Jeff is there with us. David, Falk, at the time we were SFX. So David Falk was like the, the big guy at the company. And you know, he had all, all the other agents and Jeff yes. was one of the guys, but he was, Jeff was always our, our agent, you know, David Falk was never, he was, a, you know, the, I guess the big, big guy of the company, but our personal guy was always Jeff. So that's, you know, that's, that's, our, that's my man. So we there and the whole time, you know, I'm knowing the other thing that was crazy for me, I worked out for the, the Celtics had like two or three picks. So I don't know how many picks they had, but they had some picks, multiple or back to back picks in that draft or something. And they, I worked out for them three times, bro, leading up into the draft. You know, we had a workout. I worked out for them three different times. We get to the night before the draft. They trying to have me come uh, have them do like a meeting and do another workout with them. Patino and Jim O'Brien and all. I'm like, man, nah. Was this, was this Antoine Walker, Derek, Derek, uh, Derek Anderson? Who was Celtics was this? Well, yeah, no. DA was never there. That was Kentucky, but yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, he was, uh, Twan, Cybertron's definitely there. Cybertron, Cybertron was young boy yes. there. You know, they they had, yeah, Cybertron was the man at this point. Antoine slides by. Now gives to Walker, he'll take and make. But it still was like, nah, we're not going to do another workout <laughs> the night before. So, you know, we get that, man. But the, but the whole... The whole everything was dope, bro. You wake up, you be like, you stupid, dumb, nervous, because it's, it's like, finally, it's now, it's today. And it's like, you know, you got your little suit, your clothes, you got to do a couple of things. But then it's time to, like, put on your suit, go get on. You got to get on. A, we had to get on the bus. They're going to bus us all over together. And, you know, you get on the bus, all other draft picks, draftees. They sit who, there, who's you know, the other big names? Their... You black and who else? Who's the other big names in the draft? Nah, the big name was Kmart. Kmart was Ooh. the number one overall pick. With the first pick in the 2000 NBA draft, the New Jersey Nets select Kenyon Martin from the University of Cincinnati. So he, he had just went crazy, was national player of the year at Cincinnati his senior year. And um, that was when he had hurt his leg in a, in a tournament, but he still yep. was the overall consensus. He was the dude. Him, you had Stromile Swift, who was a high Stroll. pick. He was like three or something. And um, Mike Miller was the number five pick. Yes. He won rookie of the year that year. Uh, 
Mike Red was actually second round, and he was like I you know that. one of the one of the biggest names out of our draft. But then you had you had Young Maul, you had Maul Crawford, who only what? played like Maul ten games at Michigan. Maul was in it. Maul was a was a Maul was like a, at the time he was an anomaly because he had only played ten games or something like that in college at Michigan, and then he left school. And so they had, it was like, you know, all of that, we don't know and we don't have a lot yeah. of tape. So he actually was one of the guys that went to the NBA combine in Chicago and played. Wow. And you already know what oh, Mar do. He murdered everybody. <laughs> and so he went from kind of like in the middle to the unknown ground to like, he ended up getting picked either seven or eight. I can't remember him and Chris Mim got traded. So whichever pick Jamal was, Chris Mim. Now, did you play in Chicago or no? No, nah, no. For those who don't know, for pre-draft, a lot of guys go there to prove themselves. And if you proved yourself and your stock was high enough, you didn't go play. So Q didn't play. I Super random. I skipped it too, bro. I kid you not. I had to work. I skipped it too. It worked out for me. But I skipped it too. A lot of guys don't play. I wasn't even a top pick, but it still wasn't like I, I, I felt, you know, my Jeff and all of us felt that I had done enough not to have to participate in that, Thanks. even though I wasn't a, a top pick overall like that situation. But um. So we get that, man. We get that. You kicking it with everybody. And it's kind of like, you know, then you got to go do take pictures and do different things and, you know, all of that stuff. So all of that stuff is cool, man. Then you you actually got to go sit at the table. You sit down with your family. You see where everybody's sitting. It was dope, man. D-Miles' table was literally right next to mine. I, like, it's, we got Dang. pictures to this day on T-shirts and stuff of me holding the camcorder and slapping fire with him while he right here. This is before it start. And so, man, it's like the dope thing for, you know, D Miles came off the board quick. I can't, I think he was four. Was he three or four? He was one yeah, of them. Next two. KG, bro. Next KG. Right. So, but we knew that was happening. And it was like, boom, we, you know, we all celebrated. Me and him dapped up, shook up. You know what I'm saying? He go up there, shakes David Stern's hand. In the 2000 NBA draft, the Los Angeles Clippers select Darius Miles of East St. Louis High School. I remember when that happened, because I remember, because this was the crazy part about it. The Clippers drafted him, right? So then, you know, all of that happened. And, um, you know, when that's happening, like, the way we did it, because they knew that D-Miles was going to be one of the earliest picks. So my agent, Jeff, he's sitting with, you know, he's sitting with him at the time when he first get picked, right? So he gets picked. They pass out all the hats and everything. Everybody put on the hats, and they do all of that, right? So then he moves on, and they take him behind the scenes. You know, you got to, as soon as you get drafted, you go hit that little that little circuit where you're taking pictures, doing interviews, calling people, blah, blah, blah. Your team call you back there, all of that. So then he... As he does that, Jeff gets up and comes to sit with me now because now I'm going to be his guy that's taking next. Now, the whole time when he comes over, Jeff had on the Clippers hat. When he sat, when he sat down, he took the hat off and just set it on the table, right? So now the Clippers hat is sitting on the table. <laughs> so we sitting there, bro. Now, mind you, you got to understand, in my mind, right, even though they saying all of this middle ground, it's that like, bro, I felt I had did what I, I had done what I'd done. In college, over the two years, I averaged 19 and 10 both years. Now, the second Bro. year didn't look the same. The second year didn't look the same as the first year because clearly I was national freshman of the year. I was conference player. I won all these awards. Like, they, it was like, okay, we, they know. Like, yeah. this boy crazy right here, right? So now they're not about to do the same thing. It's not about the, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to play against doubles and triples and all this Thanks. stuff. In reality, I should have left, but whatever. So, when I get to the, even before that, after after I declare and I go to the workouts, I'm seeing these people. 
I'm I'm doing what I'm doing what I do. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. cool. I'm like cool. I feel good at every work. I'm calling Jeff like man, yeah. And I'm like man, they they know now. Like you know what I'm saying. Then it's like when we get to the draft, bro. Draft day, you hear name after name getting called. So for me, where were your where was your expectation at the highest you could have gone? Man, I'm thinking. I thought for sure the Celtics was gonna take me at one of them picks. Three they had, I can't remember exactly what picks they had in that draft, but they had like I want to say it was almost like back to back picks. So they had mo- they had some two picks. It was like three different teams I felt I could go to, but I thought for sure my thing was I was set on being a lottery pick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was something yeah. for me. Like like first round was a for sure for me. That wasn't a fact. You know what I'm saying? To me, I, I knew I had earned it. I knew I was for sure that that wasn't a question. I knew that I deserved really top ten. That was what that was where I felt I belonged. Who were the other like small forwards in your competition? You remember? Man, it was a lot of guys. You had Mike Miller. You had Demar Johnson. You had yes. Demar Johnson. You had Desmond Mason. You had Ooh. Morris Peterson. You had Hito Turkey Blue. Oh, you had uh, yeah. Golly. Mo Pete is probably the only one who didn't get taken before me. Everybody else got taken before me. And so you sitting here looking, bro, like Courtney Alexander got taken. I'm sitting here looking like, bro, all of these names. And I'm talking about some of these dudes I done literally got to lace up with. Other dudes I saw in conference play in other places and this. I'm just sitting here like, so you know the competitor, the Chicago Q with me, is sitting there. I got the camcorder, but it's bubbling. But then it was weird because I had to do a balancing act because while I was getting steamed and I was becoming like angry, right, like, when I look around my table, bro, my sister was starting to cry. My pops was uneasy. Like, what's going on, man? Like, why they ain't like, who he looking at? Like, he's starting to like, like my pops don't really know basketball. He yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. why they ain't calling my son yet? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's Super what he facts. more on. So now they concerned, they know me. They know me. So now I gotta yeah. keep, like, I had to keep a, a happy face on and I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing a role, but I'm I'm over here pissed. So as the picks keep going, picks keep going. So then when they got like the like, I'm gonna say when they got like the 16 or something. When they when they finally like when my agent got the car, he's like, all right, they about to yeah. This and then you know the cameras come circle the table. So now it's like, it's like you know what I'm saying. I was playing. Hold on. So the camera before you get picked, the cameras are already there. They come circle the table like literally right before you get picked, and like they come in the area, and you kind of like, oh, okay, like okay, you know what I'm saying? So when we both declared for the draft, right? The Miles moved to Chicago. We got an apartment downtown. We worked out the entire pre-draft living together. Wait, 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 you and. D-Miles stayed together for the draft also? We lived together before the <laughs> oh. entire pre-draft. We moved to Chicago, got an apartment in the city downtown. We worked out three, two times a day. We had Tim Grove as a trainer, and we had Chip England. Chip England was the famous shooting coach that was, I think, I don't know, I think he's in OKC now, but he was with the okay. Spurs forever. Okay. Uh, he helped out with, uh, with he rebuilt Battier and um, Grand Hills shots, and then you know, he whirling out for that. So we yeah, yeah, with yeah. him for shooting the DNTG. So whole whole time, you know, sometimes we would fly to so we had a couple workouts together, but you know, like he would go, I would go, we would come back, talk about what's going on. And we'd all be like, man, I had to be crazy. Even though it wasn't really realistic, like, but it, we always said it'd be crazy we get to play for the same team, we get drafted That's by the same crazy. team. But we was like, the way it was set up, he knew he was top five. I wanted to be top 10. It didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah, it ain't yeah. even yeah, realistic. Yeah. So but like <laughs> When that happened, bro, like when I got, you know what I'm saying, that was like the biggest relief right there. Like first they call your name, then it's like, okay, cool. Like 
I'm over here with Black. And then earlier in that draft, they had picked, they had the Clippers had three picks. So D was the first pick. The tenth pick, they picked Keon Dooling. I know KD since I'm 13 years old. We met playing AAU and we didn't been to Adidas camp. We didn't play against each other AAU. Our team senior year, we played each other in the Coca-Cola shootout in um in St. Louis on the national stage, ranked high schools played. Like we know each other from that standpoint. Then before we went to college, me and Keon made we played on the gold medal USA team, the Bayheim Coast. Me, Keon, Michael Wright, Bobby Simmons. So I know KD. Wow. I'm like, cool. Like I'm about to walk into my rookie year with two dudes that I really know. And this was the kicker, though. I already got Keon and D Miles, right? Yes. Swear to you, as I'm as I'm making my way from the table where they call your name, you put on the hat, you hugging your family and five and all that. But from me making it from the table to the walkway, as I'm walking the ramp to get up to the stage to shake David Stern's hand, they're announcing a trade. The trade is we trade the the Clippers trade. Who did they trade? I forget who the Clippers traded, but they got back Derek Strong. And Corey Maggette from Orlando. And I say, yo, Yo. I'm like, I'm getting up there. I say, this is crazy. I'm like, so now in my mind, I'm like, I got D Miles, Corey, who I've known, I've known Corey Maggette from six since sixth grade. First game we ever played each other was church league. Sixth grade, I played against Corey. And we Hey, was he was he buffing the sixth grade? Six four already chiseled. Sixth grade. (laughs) Sixth grade, already chiseled. Already on his way to being Corey Super yeah, Freak yeah. Spawn 50 Maggetti. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And Maggetti climbs up and snares it and quickly brings it into the front court right through the lane. Explosive. And so for me, it was like, it was like, that was crazy. So as soon as we get like, I thought I lead the stage and do, I do the shaking hand, do the quick interview. And I'm just like, it's spinning. When I get in the back, to do the whole circuit, the first pe- person I see is D Miles. He running up like, "Gee, it's about to be on." We like, we shake, we like, it's crazy. Like, we out of here, and it's like that was the only that that saved the whole night for me. That made because yeah, like because yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that together, it was like I can't lose. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I know people like D Steve. He was getting drafted to to the Jazz, and he yeah. a only draftee, and he still. Malone and Stockton was still there. <laughs> Dudes like that old. Like it was like, bruh. You could have got sent to a way different situation. Like, whatever you about to go through and experience, you about to do it with some dudes that's down with you, and they all experiencing it. Y'all about to experience it together for the first time. So I had comfort in that. Like, man, I got I got my partners. Then it was like, even what was there? Like, L.O. was a young dude who yeah. I had met L.O. at Adidas camp before. I didn't know him, but, like, he was, he was the same age as me, yes. literally 20 years old. And so he's another young dude that's... All we all starting this out, so I felt confident in that. Now the difference was like we was the only team ever like that at this point that was that had the the core ever. five six dudes that was like all under twenty and then twenty one like you know what I'm saying we had an eighteen year old four twenty year olds and a twenty one year old and that was like Elton Brand Lamar Odom Corey McGetty me Darius Miles and Keon Doolin and it was like you look around the NBA that happened nowhere. And for those who don't know, now it's common in the NBA. You could be a lottery pick. You could be a top five pick back then and not play. You could be a top five pick, come off the bench, not play, develop. Those OGs ran the NBA. It's a whole different NBA now. So like you said, uh, no, seriously, we've never seen anything like that at that time. Yeah. Yeah, that's what was crazy. I mean, do you think about it like Jeff Weldman, right? He's the general, he, he's the president and everything here in Orlando right now. He was our like assistant general manager that drafted us in that team, right? 
And I was, you know, I worked for the magazine. I was talking to him one day, this was about two years ago when he first kind of got to Orlando. And he was like, what was so crazy about our Clippers teams is that you just said it, the whole core unit, everybody was on their first or second year in a rookie contract. We could have like, like if you being technical, <laughs> we could have, we could have had Shaq and Kobe at max. And oh my like, god! Like now they wouldn't have came to the clip, but like we could have went and got any other superstars and offered them the match. Like they, yeah. that's why nobody wanted to go to the clip because they didn't pay anybody. Yeah. It was it was a laughable thought to even poach that idea to go get a max player to go with these young guys. Yeah, like no, no, never, no chance. Let, let, let me break down what, what this things where I know we can support you in the foundation team. We, we, for one, Knuckleheads podcast. Shout out Knucklehead. We know that. Uh, NBA Hooper Vision. Shout out NBA Hooper Vision. Uh, new Era, the stuff you're doing with New Era. Uh, li- listen, uh, Clipper Vision. Okay, the team where it started. Come back and do a Clipper Vision on top of Hooper Vision with the NBA. You can do a Clipper Vision with the Clippers. Um, where else, man? Where can the people find you? Where can the people support you, man? Get, get, give us that rundown, man. Broadcast, part of the broadcast team with the Magic, man. Dante Marcatelli, my main man, setting me up, throwing lives all day, making my job as easy as possible. So, you know, I'm just having fun, man, to be real with you. I mean, like I tell you all the time, Ryan, on the pod, we get to be kids at a candy store interviewing the guys that we either idolized when we grew up or, you know, idolized when we played and now idolizing while we're not playing and watching these guys now. So, for me, man, it's just like it's 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 literally doing something that we would do regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like when we sit and we hanging out, we watch every game, we watch league pass every night. I call D or call you call anybody, Corey or one one of my teammates. Like you, you watching games if you're not calling games. Like we really love basketball. So you know what I'm saying? Like it don't matter whether it's WNBA, whether it's women's college, whether it's men's college, whether it's NBA, whether it's G League, whether it was the big three, whether it's whatever. Like when they play the 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 overseas games with the with the uh Wimbanaya kid. I'm watching that. I just love to watch basketball. Like when my boy D Wright when it played in China, I was watching his links and doing that in the C games. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I I'm a I'm I love hoop bro. So to be able to have a job that, that's all based on watching and enjoying basketball and then giving my thoughts or my takes on it and and stuff like that because I played the game and played you know at the highest level so it's it's just like it's 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 a kid at a candy store man can't believe like you couldn't have told me at at, at twelve years old like in my letter to my younger self I could have never told myself that like Ooh. yo after you hoop you gonna be. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Being paid <laughs> to talk about basketball and really like to kick Man. it. And like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have a podcast with your best friend since sixth, seventh, Dang. eighth grade. Then you're going to be able to do a, a show with on the NBA, on the NBA League Pass platform with, with your bros, D. Wright and Nate Robb, who yes. really like your bros. You like these your little bros in the league and you get to do this with them. And all of these different things, I get to be on Clipper Vision with Corey Maggetti, who I knew since sixth grade, or Katino, who we won a championship with in yep. the big three. So it's just like all of these things, it's like things could be a lot harder, bro. And I'm I'm super, super grateful and appreciative for, for what I have going on. And then not to mention, half the bulk of everything I do is right here at the crib, right here. <laughs> like, it, like I get to walk out the door and then my kids right there. I ain't taking time away from them and being gone and traveling. And so it's just, man, for me, I'm just, it's, it's a huge blessing. I'm extremely appreciative and thankful for it, bro. 
Dead serious. Well, my brother, it was a blessing having you on the show. We appreciate you, man. You dropped some serious gems today. We'll have to do it again soon, man. And I, I appreciate your breakdown, man. And like those listening, go check out what Q is doing. Appreciate you, bro. You already know it, bro. Appreciate you. Triple H in the building. Wow, I have to thank you guys for listening to NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. I could not, I'm repeated, I could not do this without you. Do not forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.